Greetings in the precious name of our Lord and Jesus Christ. We are so thankful for what the Lord has done and what the Lord is doing. Let me say before we get into the word of God, we don't have much time, amen, to make sure we are registered and that we vote. This is one of the most important election. I know what they say it from time to time, but really, when we look at the state of our country, amen. This is the one of the greatest election that we will witness. And we want to encourage everyone to make sure that you are registered and that you vote. We don't we have no idea of what's going to be happening at the polls. So I encourage you to please, amen, vote early. Get your vote in, amen. No vote, there will be no changes. And amen, while you're voting also, remember, let's step up praying. Let's step up our praying, amen, that God would bless the leaders, that they would lead in righteousness and amen, truthfulness. That is so necessary for us during a time in an age like this, especially when we're having over a thousand people a day dying, amen, from COVID-19. We need much prayer, amen. Let's get into a word of prayer. Father, is in the glorious name of Jesus we come and we are so thankful for what you've done. We ask you to bless today, Lord. We thank you because we are living in these United States of America. We could pick our place of worship and we thank you. Not only could we pick it, but we did take this time out to worship you, knowing that every good and every perfect gift come from you, the Father of light in whom there is no verbalness, no shadow of turning. We ask you, Lord, a special blessing upon those who have tuned in today. May their needs be met. May their prayers be answered. Bless now, and we'll give your name all praise, honor, and glory. Even those that are out there on front line, Lord, protect them now. Let the blood come on, let the blood prevail. Bless them. The sick, let them be healed. Those that are down, let their spirit be lifted up. We ask this in the matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ, world without end. Amen. On today, we want to uh, look in the word of God as is recorded in the book of Isaiah, chapter number 53, verses 1 through and 3. Our subject will be, whose report will you believe? Isaiah asked this question amen thousands of years before Jesus came on scene. And I'm asking this same question today, amen. Whose report will you believe? Isaiah 51, 53 and one. Who has believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up as uh, before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form, no comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we shall desire him. He is despised and rejected, a man, a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. 
and we hid as it was our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Your belief system is your answer to the fundamental questions about life. Does life have a purpose? Do I have value? Is this all there is? Your belief system have nothing to do with your skin color, appearance, talent, or age. Your belief system is not concerned with the exterior, but the interior. If your belief system is strong, you will stay. If it is weak, the storms will prevail. Belief always precede behavior. For this reason, the Apostle Paul, in each of his epistles, address conviction before he adds action to change the way a person respond to life, change what a person believe about life. See, amen, you are going to respond to life the way you believe. And that's why it is good to have a healthy belief about what life is all about. The most important thing about you is your belief system. So what you want to do is stabilize your soul with the sovereignty of God. See, God is consistent and he is always the same. The scripture said, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. He reigns supreme over every, amen, detail of the universe. And uh, we see in Proverbs 21, Solomon was the one that says, amen, there is no weapon or understanding, amen, that he does not control. Daniel looked and said, amen, he does all things according to his will. And Paul picked it up in Hebrews and said, he upholdeth all things by the word of his power. What a mighty God we serve. This faith or our belief comes from the word of God. That is the true faith, amen, comes from the word of God. And this is why the apostle Paul says in the book of Romans chapter number uh, 10, verse 17, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And I want to ask you, do you believe the report? The report that we are talking about is the word of God. Do you believe the report? I tell you, we are living in an age now when there's everything, amen, out there that will drag you down, pull down your spirit, and you don't know from day to day what the next day is going to bring. But there is something that is sure and steadfast, and that is the word of God. Everything in the universe have an ear for God except man. Isn't that something? 
everything is listening to the voice of God. And in the book uh, of Isaiah chapter number seven, he talks about how that, amen, this when God will whistle for the flies, amen, amen, and he will summons them, the bees from Assyria, and they will come at his command. But I want to say man have turned his ear away from God and all he hear is the bad news. But there is good news. Oh, bless the name of God. The book of Hebrews lets us know, chapter 11, verse 6, but without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. The message translation put it this way. It's impossible to please God apart from faith. And why? Because anyone who wants to approach God must believe that he exists and that he cares enough to respond to those who seek him. Your anxiety decrease as your faith in God increase. Amen. I mean, the world is so anxious. They're so anxious now. Amen. Everybody on pins and needles. But amen, when you get into the word of God and find out what God has to say about it, it makes the world of different. Amen. As this uh, pandemic increases, let's get into the word of God and stay there. The word of God is the only sure thing that we have. We cannot work our way out of this. We must believe our way out. Let me say it again. You cannot work your way out of this. You must believe your way out. And that's what the Hebrew boys did when they was put into the fiery furnace. Amen. What they did, they just sat there in the fiery furnace. Amen. And believed that God would bring them out. They said, if, even if God don't deliver us, we're not going to buy. Why? Because we believe the report of God. And I don't care what happened. We will not, amen, go back on what God has said to us. So therefore, amen, you got to believe your way out. You got to have faith. I don't care where you are right now. You got to have faith that God will bring you out of that situation. Amen. This thing of faith means that you would need to give up control. Stop trying to control everything. Give it up in the hands of God. Trust God and he will deliver you. Amen. Because you see what happened when we perceive that we have control, we have calm. And when we think we lack control, it brings fear. But how many times and how many of you know that you thought you had it all control and discovered that you was completely out of control? Sometimes we have a shift in our thinking and we just up and sh shut out everybody in our lives. We just shut down. Get in a room by yourself. But honey, I'm going to tell you, that's a dangerous place to be. 
and we start thinking nobody understands me. No one knows what I'm going through. Let me tell you what, that's a report. Are you going to believe it? Amen. You have to make that decision in your mind. The problem with this is that when you shut everyone out, you shut yourself in with your enemy. <laughs> Let me tell you, those old voices that you've been hearing in your head for a long time, amen, they will come out. And the worst things on the outside get the worst. Those voices in your head can mess you up. You, you got to remember, uh, sin began when the devil told Adam and Eve they weren't good enough. Amen. They weren't good enough. Amen. But God said you are valuable. You are worth something. And we're going to believe the report of the Lord. Uh, amen. We commiserate. We get angry because we can't find anyone to sympathize with us. But when you are shut in with the Lord, he will cause you to grow. Anything that God uses, he, he separate us and he let things come so that we can understand that he is our only source. God is a jealous God. And he will separate you to himself. We don't need someone to agree with us. You need someone that's going to tell you, thus saith the Lord. And this is why Paul said in the book of 2 Timothy, he says that we need somebody that's going to help us and that, that these people must tell us so that we can recover ourselves out of the snares of the devil who have taken us captive at his will. And you, some of you out there know this word is coming to you, especially because you know that whenever the devil wants to, he has these certain things that he'll bring up in your life and uh, he'll take you captive. And sometimes it's three months, five months, six months, even a year you're going through Amen. With all those old little voices in your head. When that happens, you are believing the wrong report. Amen. Uh, the writer says, speak to yourselves in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, making melody in your heart. So let me say this. If you got to withdraw, make sure that you withdraw with the Lord. Not with all of those little inner voices. Make sure you withdraw with the Lord. Because I can guarantee you, when you withdraw with the Lord, he's going to speak comfortable words in your spirit. I like that passage of scripture in the book of Isaiah chapter 43. Amen. What he's beginning to say. Behold now, thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel. This is what he said, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. Isn't that something? Amen. With over 7 billion people on the planet Earth, God knows your name. And then in verse 2, he said, when thou passest through the water, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the waters, thou shalt not 
be fire rather, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt, amen, as a ransom, and Ethiopia, amen, as Sheba for thee, since thou was precious in my sight. Oh my God, my God. The demons of hell don't want you to see that. You are precious in the sight of God. That is the real, that is the real report. You are precious in the sight of God. And every now and then you got to open your mouth and say, amen, shut up, Satan. I know I'm precious in the sight of God. Then he says, thou has been honorable and I have loved thee. Therefore, will I give men for thee and people for their life. Then he says, fear not, I am with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east and gather them from the west. I will say unto the north, give up. And to the south, keep not back. Bring my sons from far and my daughters from the end of the earth. Amen. So I want to say to you now, amen, uh, stop wasting time and just decide. That's how simple it is. Decide. And I want you to decide today your life. God has given us that decision. See, that, uh, they, 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 that's why God created man. He wanted somebody who had their own will but would choose to worship and give him praise. And you have within you the power of decision. And sometimes it's not stuff. Just decide right now, I'm going to be happy. Say that three times. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be free. Then decide to be free. Decide. Don't wait for circumstances around you. I'm going to be free. One of the poor says, stone walls do not a prison, make no iron bars a cage. Minds innocent and conscience free, take this as an heritage. But if I have freedom in my love and in my heart am free, angels alone that so above enjoy such liberty. Decide to be all that God has called you to be. Stop with the F only. Friend, it is what it is. So stop with the F only. Amen. The widest river, someone said, in the world is not the Mississippi. It's not the, the Amazon nor the Nile. The widest river on earth is a body of water called, if only. <laughs> Thrones of people stain on its banks and cast longing, longing eyes over the water. They desired to cross, but they can't find a boat. They are convinced that if only river separate them from the good life. 
And when I say if only, this is what I'm talking about. If only I was thinner, <laughs> I would have it good in a good life. If only I was rich, I would have a good life. If only the kids would come. If only the kids would go. <laughs> if only I could leave home, move home, get married, get divorced. If only my skin was clear of pimples. <laughs> but let me say it to you. It is what it is. And you have to decide that whatever lot that life has thrown your way, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be successful. I'm not letting the voice of other people in my ear make me think I'm less than what I am. I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. I am valuable. I am precious. Believe his report. Let God bless you. We are good. The Lord love is when we turn God loves when we turn control over to him. God loves it when we turn control over to him. I think that the 23rd Psalm is a good Psalm for us to rehearse and have that in our hearts. In that Psalms, David says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And then look at verse two, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still water. See, when you turn your control over to God, he makes you do stuff. <laughs> you say, what? But he'll tell you what to do. I believe the report of the Lord. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Then in verse three, he said, he restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Then he said, though I walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, I will feel no evil for thou art with me. And I rod and thy staff, they comfort me. They prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemy. Then he said, thou anointest my head with all my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And then in Psalms, uh, this is just some suggestion. Psalm is Psalm 46. Now, when you started getting in the closet with these, uh, getting by yourself, rehearsing the scripture, and I'm sure that Daniel in that lion den was thinking about scripture because he was thinking about scripture that lions couldn't eat him. Hebrew boys, they thought about him until they looked in the furnace and said, we put in three, but I see someone else. And I want you to know, friend, that I don't care what you're going through, there is somebody with you. I don't mean God is somewhere way off looking to see you. He is with you now. Can you believe that report? Remember, as I said earlier, is what you believe about yourself that is so important. Not what other people say about you, 
But what do you believe about yourself? And if the devil is trying to tell you something negative about yourself, don't sit there and listen to him. Get into the scripture. Start reading the word of God. Find solace in his word and God will bless you real good. It matters not how long you've been going through something. In the ninth chapter of the book of Mark, we find that there was a man who had a son and this son would just jump in the fire trying to kill him. Why? Because he was listening to the wrong kind of voices. And while Jesus was in the mountain, his disciples was there. And this man carried his son to the disciples. And the disciples couldn't do anything with him. And it says, he's the man said, I took them to your disciples, but they couldn't do anything. And Jesus said, bring him to me. And I want to say to you, friend, regardless of whatever you are going through right now, take it to Jesus. Take it to Jesus. Let him bless you. Let him deliver you. Stop wandering around in your head. Take it to Jesus. He came to Jesus, and when he came to Jesus and got close to Jesus, he just convulged, and that boy started acting up and everything, and Jesus stretched forth his hand, and Jesus healed him. Make up in your mind, decide this is the last day I'm going to go through this torment. You decide, God will do it. Whose report will you believe? I believe the report of the Lord. Let me tell you how precious you are to him. The Bible says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Do you think he would have died if you wasn't important? No, he died. And he is looking for you to show forth his praise and his glory. Give up your control. Decide. I'm going to follow Lord the Lord. I'm going to do his will. I'm going to be pleasing in his sight. Every one of our needs was met at Calvary. And he is famous for that, meeting your needs. He met them all at Calvary. He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. The difference between you and the chaotic world you're living in now is a decision. Will you decide today? Someone said in a song, I've decided to follow Jesus. It matters not what you have done in the past. It matters not whether or not you've had an abortion. It matters not whether or not you've been on drugs and crack cocaine. It matters not, even if you have murdered someone, it matters not. Decide, I'm going to Jesus, just as I am without one plea, but that your blood was shed for me, and that thou biddest me come to the old Lamb of God, I come. You can be a different person from this day forward if you decide to make Jesus 
your choice. You've already done enough. You talking to somebody loving you? He loves you. You are special in his sight. He knows your name. And in the midst of COVID-19, he is standing with his arms wide open saying, come unto me all you that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. My yoke is easy and my burdens are light. Will you believe the report? Come to him. He will save you. He'll fill you with his spirit. Thank God in Jesus' name.